Blog Talk Radio. Now you know. Good evening, good evening, one and all. Good evening. This is Etienne Gibbs. I am your engineer for the evening. While we are, now you know, in the host of that program is Nikki. Nikki, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Etienne. A bit tired, but doing well otherwise. How are you? Well, that's good. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. I I have to say the topic you're going to discuss is I thought it was going to be a poem, but it's not a poem. It's a passage from the Bible. As a matter of fact, it's a love story. Tell us. Well, first of all, let's get into a prayer. Let's get into a prayer first. Yes, let's let's pray. Dear God, we thank you. We thank you so much that we are here again. This evening, Lord God, just to know more about you, Lord God. We're talking about the little foxes, and we know, Lord, that it's sometimes the smallest things that can cause the largest problems. So, Lord, we're asking you today, Lord God, to just cover us as we speak about this and open the ears to those who will hear tonight, Lord God, so that they will get a better understanding of your word and what you would have to say tonight. We thank you for this opportunity, and just lead us with your Holy Spirit. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. And amen and amen. Very good, very good. Okay, now getting back to the little foxes. I thought it was going <laughs> But it's a love story. <laughs> I'm thinking you're liking these uh-huh. little foxes a bit too much. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to get some pictures to go along with our promotion on on the website, and I got foxes, and I got grapevines, and then I got this, and I. Got this. I hope I get the right thing, and sure enough, yes, it is because it's a love yes. story. It is a love story. It. It's from Solomon, Song of Songs. Mm. It's from King Solomon, David's son. No, Solomon was a real romantic person. Well, way more romantic than I would like. He had 700 wives (laughs) and 300 concubines. I have no no idea how he did that. Yes, way. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't. I'm not sure. Those numbers are not in our numerical system. That's just fraction oh. you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are supposedly points. real life women, all of them. The whole 1. person. women. Yes, That's exactly. That's a lot of trouble mm. right there. That's a lot. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and, and so I'm not quite sure which lover that he was speaking about, but he was obviously speaking about one who he really cared about. But here's the thing. Um, Many biblical historians and um, theologians, they say that this story is actually 
pointing to the relationship between Jesus and the church because you know that the church is the bride of Christ. And, yes. you know, there is a, a back and forth where you know, the lover knocks on the door and the woman doesn't want to wake up because she's already get, gotten ready for bed and then she comes out and when, when he, she comes out, he's gone. And, you know, there's, there, there's all these things going on in Song of Solomon. And it is, it's, so it's an important background to what we are speaking about today because the sure. actual context in which the Bible verse is used, and let me just say the Bible verse, it is, catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. Song of Songs 2.15. Now, the vineyards that mm-hmm. are in bloom, it's more, and, and she worked in the vineyards, actually, and I think she could understand that when the foxes came, they reached for the fruit, and they would eat the fruit. But the 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 thing that she's now talking about, she's drawing an analogy between their love. And so the fruit of their love will go if you let the little things get in. And I think a lot of people who are married need to understand this. It's the little oh. things, like maybe a man watching Monday Night Football when he said he was going to take his wife on a date, even though that may be a big thing. And he may he may think it's a little thing, but for her it's a big <laughs> thing because she wants to go out and she wants him to keep his word, but he wants to watch Monday Night Football. And that that causes some friction in the relationship. So it's some it's yes. going to be something as little as that, and then it develops more. I think there is... Um, uh, there is this story they say about the butterfly flapping its wings but away causes a, a whirlwind or a hurricane I don't know if you remember that one I'll have to look it up yeah. but um, it, it's just small things it is the butterfly effect I think it's called and it is the smallest things that we can you know we, we just choose to forget that you know, we need to actually look at and we need to take care of and even the things in our heart, you know. So we need to be be very careful about what we are doing and how we are doing it. Sometimes we are not careful, mm-hmm. even our tone. You know, when we speak to someone and we're saying something and we think it's not that big of a problem, then, you know, we say it in a certain way, and that person thinks, oh, boy, I can't believe they spoke to me like this. And it could be a little thing. It could be it, it could be a hello. And I've seen this happen over and over and over, even in my life. So it's the little things that we really need to take care of. I know we, we spend so much time looking at the bigger things or what we consider the bigger things in our lives, but yes. we are not understanding that we should also look at the small things. And what I was just speaking about is the butterfly effect. It says it's a concept that small causes can have large effects. So it, we, we need to understand that small causes can have large effects. And I, was just, I just checked that out quickly on Wikipedia. And sure. again, I wrote, you, I remember you interviewed me on the book I wrote, Purpose to the Pain. Yes. Remember that? I remember that. And there's yes, a chapter ma'am. in there. that The book is based on a, a 
a number oh, of yes. uh, blog entries that I did, if you remember. Yes. And yes, I there remember. is one entry, you remember? There's one entry about little foxes. So I wanted to to read this. It's it's not it's not a long Already? chapter. I don't write long but, things. But and then I right stop and, and, and you can stop me too if if you want to ask a question, okay? okay and well. so it says it is so often the little foxes that hinder us from receiving all that God has purposed for us. We think we can do a little of this and a little of that and not worry about our Christian lives being affected, yet we are wrong. This is a subtle trick of the enemy to get us off God's track. Telling a little white lie mm. to help keep us out of trouble. Remember we were speaking about little white lies last week. Yes, so telling yes. a little white lie to keep us out of trouble can lead to a number of lies to cover what was just considered to be trivial. The devil does not want us to bear fruit, so he will send the little foxes to eat the fruit we produce. A little fox cannot get to the branches, but he will devour the fruit that is within his reach. It is when we are starting to bloom and bear fruit, thinking we are safe, that the little issues creep in, stealing what we have produced. We often think it's the big things, that big sins that will get us. Surely, if we don't murder, rape, or steal, then we're fine. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. it seems that culture helps to define the type of sin. I once had a conversation with a man who said he grew up seeing his father cheat. Therefore, he had to cheat. He said all men must cheat, and his colleagues agreed. When I expressed my objection of his unfaithfulness to his wife, and explained that it was not pleasing to God. He replied that it was a little sin as he was not stealing. Now, can you imagine that, Etienne? Et et <laughs> you're saying it's a little sin. Oh, I'm just cheating on my wife. But it's not a big sin. That's a little sin. Oh, well, yeah. you ask his wife that, she may be saying something different. And actually, this is more like what's going on in Song of Solomon's. You, you don't want to go and do something that that would go against your spouse, you know, as Especially cheating. It's not a little sin. So it depends on the perspective. Yes. It yes. depends. Now, if you were and to so, look, if you were to look at the word, uh -huh. I'm sorry, let me interrupt him. Yes, yeah, sure. The word cheating, and remember from school, it didn't matter whether you cheated the whole book or you cheated one page during a test. Cheating is cheating. The same thing exactly. with relationship with the wife. Cheating is cheating, whether exactly. you cheated a little bit or cheated a whole lot. Like, believe um, <laughs> that cheating yeah. is cheating. Cheating is cheating, and it's, and it's against God. It is against God. Yes. So, so we need to, we need to check ourselves. We need to, really need to check our hearts. Well, I went on to write, and um, uh, I'm sorry. One, one more interruption, please. Uh huh. Um, everything that we need to do that is righteous, God already has planned out for us. He gave us the guidebook. Yes, the Bible. All the Bible yes. tell, tells yes. us all we need to do. You know, when we buy a car or we buy a new refrigerator or we buy a new washing machine, it comes with a guidebook. And if we yes. follow the guidebook properly, then we could prolong the life of that product we bought, whether it be a car or a washing machine. If we know from the booklet that it needs to use this type of oil, but we didn't look in the booklet to find it. We put in some other oil to cause problems with the car. 
or whatever else we're using. Right. So, yes, we need yes. to be in the yes. Bible and learn more what Jesus says, not just Jesus, we but God. We need to live the Word. Yes. Yes, yes. live the Word. Yes. Well, we have to exactly. learn the Word first before we can live it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Like today, we I'll, to. we I'll, have I'll to. confess. I'll confess publicly. The, the passage you went to, Song of Songs, it didn't ring a bell with me because I didn't remember that in the Bible. But then again, <laughs> I'm reading the Bible every day. So that's something that Catholic we didn't learn. We learned catechism, passages from the Bible, right. but in the Bible per se. Yeah. Right. But when you went to Song of Songs, didn't you really like it? Didn't It, it was interesting, wasn't it? Oh, you I was in the Bible looking at and reading a love story. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Love so you know love. that God loves love. <laughs> yes. Well, and this was not. He's a giver of love. Yes, it, he is. And this was the Eros type of love, the, the romantic love. So God created yes, that exactly. too so we can enjoy it in the yes. right context. So that yes. was very important. Yes. That's a very important. Yes. Not and, yes. and and not cheating because cheating and we cheat on God when we go to other idols when we focus more on our money and probably even our children, you know, and and our spouse One more, more than we focus on Him. Uh huh. One more thing. We're talking about yes. love. God made when a mother becomes a mother, she has found inside her body something called love that she's never had before. She's willing to herself, deny herself food, deny herself shelter so that she can provide for her child. Now, where does that love come from? Give from God. God. Now, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, we men have the same thing, but we don't pay attention to it. And that's because we don't pay attention to the love we are given by God as one of his gifts, we tend to do the manly thing, to hang out with the boys and drink at the bar and do the manly things. Whereas being a loving husband or loving father is a godly thing. Exactly, exactly. And we think it's a little thing to just go to the bar and just hang with the boys all the time. Yes. You know, and that's what a man's yes. supposed to do. But those yes. are little foxes right there that is eating away there the fruit go. of your family. You know, so we need there to be go. very, very careful. We need to be very careful. All right, I'll get back to the reading now. And I just read about okay. the gentleman I spoke to who said he was cheating. He was unfaithful to his wife, but it was a little sin. So after I wrote, although he believed his actions were inconsequential and he was still going to have his place in heaven, he had allowed the foxes to come in to steal the good fruit that he was supposed to bear. He had also succumbed to a lie of the enemy. I have met many men and even women who feel cheating is a natural part of society. There are consequences, however. Unwanted children, hurt feelings, and sexually transmitted diseases are just a few. The effects of what is believed to be a little sin can last a lifetime and beyond. There are also a number of folks that think there is nothing wrong with gossiping, anger, and jealousy. They are viewed as petty crimes, not serious enough to incur an eternal penalty. But the Bible says, For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be quarreling, jealousy, outbursts, 
of anger, factions, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. And that's in 2 Corinthians 12.20. Apostle Paul was upset about all the sins the Christians in Corinth were perpetrating. He not only pointed to them, to their lack of repentance for the impurity, sexual sin, and debauchery in which they had indulged, which is in 2 Corinthians 12.21, but he considered their quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, factions, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder as major offenses. How frequently we overlook these matters that were of great concern to this apostle as just minor character flaws, yet they obstruct the growth of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. And in Galatians 5, 23 it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. If we are quarrelsome, prone to jealousy, easily angered, part of a clique, speak falsely against others, talk idly, filled with pride, and cause confusion, then we are not bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Our actions show that we are not connected to Jesus, the true vine. His Spirit cannot and will not remain in us as He is holy. He will be around us and can work in our lives, but he may not reside in us as he prefers to inhabit pure, clean hearts. And, you know, Etienne, a lot of times, I'm going to stop a sec here. A lot of times we keep on saying, oh, but Jesus will forgive me. We think that, okay, because Jesus and, and his grace and God's grace, then it's a license for us to sin and we can get away with any little thing. But it's not no, it true. We're going to face the consequences of what we do. And we cannot have impure hearts just going before God. You know, it, 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 it's one of the prophets says, you know, creating me a pure heart, O Lord. I'm sorry, it's not a prophet, David. Uh, creating me a, a, a pure heart. Creating me a clean heart, oh Lord, I had to sing it to remember it, <laughs> and renew a right spirit within me. Songs are easier to remember than the verses. I'm so glad we sing songs yeah. that are based on the Psalms, yeah. and that's yeah. what we need to do. You know, create, ask God to create in us a clean heart, you, because that's where He inhabits, and when we have a clean well, heart. We are considered persons after his own heart. Yes, Etienne? Well, let me, let me interrupt a minute. Yes, I agree with everything you're saying right now, but it's something that's on my mind I want to say before we forget. To the yes. word cheating. Here's an example right here and now. Every time we commit a cheating action, an action of where we cheat, we will suffer negative consequences. Maybe not immediately, yes. but somewhere down the Egg. line. For example, That's a good point. For example, right now, the sign that says stop. There's a reason why it says stop, because it could be cars right. coming from the sideways. But if we don't yes. stop, what happens? We can we can cause an injury, or we can cause a death. Now, part one yes. is when we do that when we are sober. Part two is if we do drunk and driving. And part three, if we're yes. driving without a license. So if we do all those negative things and we try to cheat the system, 
nature will try to cheat natural consequences, we are hurting ourselves and maybe even killing ourselves and others. Yes, and you know, wow, as you came up with that example, another example came to mind. I was just reading about this. This actually happened in February, but there are still consequences that are being faced right now. Uh, Penn State, not sure if you heard about the young man during hazing, he was in a Greek fraternity. They made him drink. Yes, everybody. Remember that? Okay, he drank so much. And they, they did, oh, he was forced to do it. And then he fell downstairs and he hit his head and they kept on going. They hit oh. him. And when his brother walked and he said he looked like he was hit by a car. And he died. Oh, my goodness. And yes, his parents yes. have to face that fact. Now there are criminal charges being put against eight, I think, of his classmates. Wow. Sorry for those who were in the fraternity with him, his fraternity brother. Yeah. And yeah. and now the school yeah. may face some issues because they're now angry about the yes. school. The school is definitely having a lot of bad publicity. I, I saw something on one of the news programs and they were saying they were not responding, the lawyers aren't responding. And so now that one action which started with, oh, take one drink, take another drink, take another drink, and forcing him to take all those drinks resulted in his Hazen. death. Hazen. Yes. Some folks may end up in jail. A parent lost their son. A brother lost his brother. Uh, you know, a young man lost yeah. his brother. And so there yes. are so many things that have come about from that one thing. Negative you know, consequences. Exactly. Negative consequences negative consequences and you may think oh this is what we do at these fraternities we always do this it's a part of it it's not a big deal yeah but that not a big deal had a lot of negative consequences as you said so i'm glad you brought that up because that that came to mind now the next thing i wrote was sure no problem the next thing I wrote was, we need to ask God to reveal to us the little foxes in our lives as they will obstruct our spiritual growth. Because of this, pruning is also essential. Yes, it is painful, but we must allow our Heavenly Father, the Master Gardener, to have his way with us, cutting away all our dead and drying areas so we can flourish in him. Our minds are generally where we combat the devil's attack, and God has not left us without defense and weaponry. We have the helmet of salvation, and he has equipped us with the sword of the Spirit. His word is to withstand the menacing little foxes that scamper our way. When we are saved, submitted to God, and submerged in his truth, then it will be difficult for the devil to have us fall prey to those sly foxes. A renewed mind with thoughts and go- thoughts from God will guard our minds against the devil's assaults. Yes, so that was my chapter on little okay. foxes from purpose to the there pain. You, there you go again talking and, about. <laughs> I'm sorry, pain, pain. Said, Did you say pain? There you go again talking about farm, farming, becoming a farmer, and doing all the. I keep on going back. I I keep on going back. It was first we were doing seeds. No, but the seeds now have grown, Etienne. The seeds have grown. Now we have a full-blown vineyard. Now, you see. But ah, you know, I didn't even know 
This is why we must follow the Holy Spirit. Because remember at one time we spoke about do not be deceived that we must not be only hearers of the word but doers. And when we do that, yes. we are planting seeds. You know, we're, we talked about yes. the, the seeds and sowing seeds and reaping the fruit. And so now it is time for us to reap the fruit, but the little, the little foxes are coming in, those little issues that we haven't <laughs> taken care of. And yes. we are denying, a lot of times we are denying it. You know, let's talk about even eating. Just the little things we eat. Oh, I can't have a little piece of dessert. Let me get that. And, you know, you get this piece of cake with a lot of icing in it. And, and you're like, oh, you know, this is really good. I didn't mean to eat all of it, but I did. You know, I eat all of it. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Now I have a weight problem. Now I have a cholesterol problem. Cholesterol problem is causing me to have stroke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many things. So it's from one thing to the next again. thing. The consequences. Yes. The consequences. Yes, Everything we do but has consequences. Everything we do, we have consequences. But I don't want to just leave um, folks with thinking that, it, you know, okay, we just deal with the negative stuff. We have some positive things too because the little kindness that we do to someone, you know, smile, Etienne. You just pass someone and just yes. give them a smile and it brightens up their day. You know, um, Saturday, yes. the Logos the Logos Hope Ship is in Jamaica right now. It's docked in Kingston. And I went out with some of the young people from the ship, and we were doing a prayer walk in a certain inner-city neighborhood in Jamaica. And one of the men on the streets came up to me, and he said, they're sitting on the ground. And I looked, and I'm like, they're missionaries. And he's like, and I said, and he said, they're hot. It's hot. The ground is hot. And he couldn't understand how they were sitting on the ground. So I went and I looked. They were sitting on the ground with a homeless man. He was dirty. He was ragged. And he was sitting in garbage. And it may, I may call it garbage, but those may be his treasures. But they, two of them, one is from Thailand, Taiwan, sorry, and the other was from Switzerland, and they were sitting on the ground with him. Just And at one point, they were in silence. They just All three were just staring at each other. And it was such a tender moment that they would just be with this man who nobody wants to be with. Nobody, everyone scorns him. But yeah. this is what Jesus does for us. That little, that little thing, just being at the well with the Samaritan woman changed her life. She yes. changed her life because now she could draw from the living water. And, you know, even that little act of sitting on the sidewalk with a homeless man, many of us would not think of doing that. You know, they inspired me. That little act inspired me. And I'm sure it shocked a lot of people in the neighborhood because they're not going to go hang with this man. But let they me, saw let me back some up a foreigners coming to Jamaica doing this. I'm sorry, Etienne? We have three minutes, so let me just say something real quickly. Everything we do, every behavior we do has consequences, but they are positive consequences and they are negative consequences. The positive consequences create inspiration and motivation. We get excited about that, and we do it, and we encourage other people to do it, not by our words, but by our actions. Positive consequences can create more positive actions. 
Yes, exactly, exactly. So we must keep away from the little foxes, but do the little things that count, that really count in other people's lives. And we'll be a blessing to so many people with just the smallest kindness. Sometimes it's a candy that you give to a child that just brightens up that child's day. Just that act of giving, you know. So we should always look out for to do some random acts of kindness, and we should always yes. watch for those things that might cause us to derail from what God is is doing in our lives and what He wants us to do. Because the enemy always wants to get us off track. He wants us to go move away from the purpose that God has for us. So we must. Always exactly. take care of what we're doing, what we're saying, how we're being. Okay. Very important. Time for closing. Time for closing prayer. Time for closing prayer. That's another fast one, Etienne. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> you, good Lord. Thank you, Lord. It is a good topic. The little foxes, Lord. We thank you for the little foxes. And it's kind of strange, but I say thank you for the little foxes because you say all things work for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. And Lord, it's the little foxes that sometimes teach us the greatest lessons. So it's how we respond, recognizing that we have done something wrong and we have allowed foxes to come into our vineyard. So Lord, help us to close the gates. Help us to fence ourselves in so that the foxes will not come to us, Lord God. Do not let the enemy come in and destroy what you are producing in us, Lord God. Lord, let your angels surround us, Lord God. Let your blood cover us, Lord, because we need to stay safe in your arms and under your wings, Lord Jesus. So we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for Etienne and all that he has to do this week, Lord God. You cover him, guide him, Lord God. And we thank you for all the listeners right now, Lord. We're asking you to be their guide also throughout this week, Lord, and let them draw draw closer to you, knowing that you are always there for them and finding comfort in you, Lord God. We thank you again that we are able to be on this show and to talk about the little foxes, and we just bless your name, and in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Etienne. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care you now. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Listen, listen. Real quick. Let me just say something to you. Let me switch. 